what is up everybody and welcome back to Sex with Kat and Mark. This week, we're going to be talking about faking it, faking an orgasm. But before we get to that, Kat, what have you been up to this week? Um, Nothing too interesting, to be honest. I mean, yeah, hol- holiday season and all that. I mean, it's just a busy time of year. But I do have a funny story. Okay. That, <laughs> that's, 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 that's worth sharing. Okay, so you probably don't know who this is because you're not very big in the, the, the Twitter sphere. No. Um, so there's this uh, porn star that I follow on Twitter called Kazumi. She's like. Kazumi. She's huge. Okay. Like, she's like. It's like Japanese. Uh, she she is Asian. Japanese. I don't know okay. what what. Miss uh, Yeah, what exactly? But yeah, yeah. So she she's like huge, um, and I, I've been following her for like yeah a few months. And and she she wrote this question like on Twitter, mm. and um it was it was just like a, a random one like oh uh, does anyone get like do like bleaching down there oh, yeah. and like if so like what products do you use because like I'm looking for a good one essentially like anal bleaching and right? apparently I was so I, I put what like I use because yeah. I like have a cream for it yeah. and I think it works pretty good and so I just you know just casually like drop down I was yeah. like oh I use this one whatever like I com- I've commented on a few of her things before just like whatever and she literally five minutes later she inboxed me oh okay. yeah, I know I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> she was like so about this bleaching yes <laughs> <laughs> I was like holy shit like, I was like literally like, like threw my phone out the window I was like um I'm gonna have a conversation with Kazumi, like right now, That's like hilarious. what the fuck? And she's like, "Can I see?" <laughs> she wanted evidence of the results, or like, she wanted to see the bottle. And I was literally just sitting in my bedroom, going, "Holy shit! I'm having a conversation with Kazumi. She wants to see my vagina." <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? And this I is hilarious. Just, yeah, I'm just like I want to see. Yeah. Did you, did you send it to her? Yeah, Kazumi has a picture of my vagina <laughs> in her inbox. It's and she was like, so oh my God, thanks. I, I'm waiting for one day when you get like me too and Kazumi comes out and be like, yo, this cat girl just sent me an unsolicited pic of it. You're like, no, she asked for it. I no, promise. she did. I promise. I've got, I've got proof yeah. that she literally asked was for it. Was she impressed? Was she like, okay, I might have to yeah, try she, this oh, yeah, She asked me like a couple other questions about it. Okay. Like, oh, like where do you put it? Does it hurt? Like uh, random things like that just about it. And did I was like- Did you invite her to like a bleaching date? Were you like, listen? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know where she lives. I think she lives. I assume she- She's probably lives overseas. All the yeah. bloody big porn stars do. Yeah. But anyway, I was just like, I was like trying to keep the conversation going for as long as I can. I was like, anyway, are we friends now? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, then eventually just stopped replying. I was like, oh, it's okay. I had fun for like the five, five message interactions that there you we go. had. Fun times. You never know how you're going to make friends. <laughs> maybe she'll <laughs> remember me. And maybe one day bleaching. when I'm like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? She'll be like, oh my God, hey, yeah, you're, you're the, the girl, girl who showed me a vagina. Yes. Now I have a perfectly curated bleached vagina because of you. Thank you yes, so much. So maybe, uh, yeah. So there you go. So if anyone sees Kazumi in her next uh, content, <laughs> just know. <laughs> that is also a lot. You're welcome to all of the Kazumi exactly, videos yeah, yeah. Thanks to Kat. Let's go. Uh, all right. Tell me that you have an interesting or at least funny story uh, for this week. Something's yeah, happened. I mean, it's okay. We're on a boat party this last week. Yeah, and I wasn't there because I was away. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't we didn't that good. You, but I'm not <laughs> no, but you were away. Uh, no, it was it was fucking amazing. But uh, yeah, they were a bit strict. Like, so for anyone that doesn't know, these boat parties they essentially put like ten yachts in a circle. Everyone just gets drunk, parties, jumps on each other's boats. 
but they're being a bit strict now, Kat. They're like, you're not allowed to go on other people's boats. People can't what? come on your boat. Yeah, it's a bit fucked. But anyway. What do you, what, what, is that a COVID thing? Or? Yeah. No, it was a people, uh, it's an insurance thing. People were getting like drunk. There's like 50 people Isn't on that one the point, boat. Though? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> basically no fun is So basically let's said. not, yeah. let's, let's boycott so that from they, they started with the rule of no fun. So then yeah, I was okay. like, fuck it, I'm going to have my own fun. So ended up in the bathroom with actually a girl you know. I don't know if you know this story. So I haven't had bathroom sex in a very- very, very long time. Yeah, right. That's like but very teenager isn't like it? once you hit a certain age, you're like, I've got a better I've, I've got a better like, night. This and is and made, apartment. Yeah, like there's, <laughs> it's like very cushiony. It's soft. We have our own space. There's like all my toys there. Like this is, I have something designed for sex yeah. at home <laughs> yeah. that isn't dirty That's- and small. Yeah. <laughs> so I think once you hit a certain age, you realize, oh, okay, there's, there's, we have alternatives. But- Yo, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was fucking horny as shit, right? Horny as shit. That's very unlike you to fuck just sporadically. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. It was very random. So there was just a lot of buildup through the day. There was Was a lot of tension. Yeah. Through the day. Can I just ask who, who, what, without giving it away, which, which friend is it? Uh, is it the one whose birthday we went to? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. So we went to an after party as well. And so there was just so much tension. We're out front of the like bathroom. Then I'm so like, this was this. on the boat. Uh, this was, so this is in the after party. Sorry. Oh my God. And this is at our other friend's house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Fuck. All right. I'm just busting yeah, myself okay. here. I know. So then we go in the bathroom and there's just so much tension. We just grab each other. I'm but just ripping her clothes let off. Let me just put in here. So I, I know which other friend whose house you. Okay. Just the, get, yeah. Let's keep mentioning this. And her bathroom this. is nice though. That's, was it's it? a really okay, nice, it was a nice bathroom. bathroom. If, listen, like, look, people are like sex. thinking, oh, bathroom sex is gross. But her bathroom is a very nice, good. like marble looking hotel looking bathroom. It's like, if, if you're going to have bathroom sex yeah, and then, you had a choice of bathrooms, yeah. this would probably be the yeah. one. But maybe we stop mentioning that I had sex in a bathroom because I don't think she knows about it. Well, she does now. Hey, thanks for the bathroom. Great bathroom. 10 out of 10 experience. Amazing. All right, because she does right. listen to this podcast. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on before I'm never invited back to that house ever again. Okay. So, thank you an orgasm. <laughs> I'm guessing that something happened in that bathroom no, that we can't was, say. No, no, yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. We it was just basically a lot of build-up, a lot of passion. It was very fiery. I didn't and, get that vibe uh, from you two. Well, Apparently it just yeah, okay. It okay. fucking happened. Okay. So anyway, um <laughs> yeah, no, the bathroom was left really nice, clean. Okay. Um <laughs> Let's talk about faking orgasms. So okay, let's yes. uh cat. Have you ever faked an orgasm? I think it's really stupid to ask a girl that. Of course we have. We yeah, all have. yeah, that's that's actually, yeah, fair point. So, all right, there's a couple ways that girls will fake Ooh, it. Okay, I'm sitting back and listening. Hit me. So there's the obvious way, which yep. is we will act like we're having one. So, like, you know, okay. in the middle of sex, like we'll, mm. you know. Start so you flailing start moaning, around you move and being around. like, oh my God, I'm coming, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So there's, there's that. Yeah. Uh, but then the second way is, well, I mean, I don't know if this is really, I mean, this, <laughs> this is just a really easy one that, I mean, ha- kind of happens to me all the time is okay. after, after the fact yeah. of sex, a guy would sometimes just be like, oh, did you come? Uh, and I'll be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> So that's me faking it without even having to try. I was like, yeah. That is Of course cool. I did. So there's a few the times. Post- couldn't you tell? And they're like, oh, yeah. no, yeah, I could tell. Couldn't you like, tell? 
<laughs> Yo, that's good. So there's the thought out, like, I'm going to fake this in the moment, moaning, frailing. But then there's also just the lazy, did you come? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. yeah. You can tell. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Very easy. So it goes. <laughs> All right, because that's the two ways how we do it. I guess my question for you is, is there a difference between your personal life and your, your working life? Because obviously your working life, I feel like as an escort, you are paid to perform to a certain level, right? Like I, I think there's an element of that where guys are paying somewhat for the validation as well of, yes, I am good at this act. So is there a difference, my question to you, in your personal life compared to your working life in how you, how you would fake it or if you fake it or just like, is there a difference? Yeah, sometimes. Um, in my personal life, I don't really bother faking yeah. it like I don't. Mm. If they're, I, <laughs> if they're not that good. So, okay, mm. when, especially now that I get paid for sex, if the sex that I'm having for free is not very good, mm. like, I'll just flat no, out just stop. Yeah. I, um, yeah, look, I'll, yeah. Like, I'll tell you like a recent story. He's like, mm. yeah, so I was having sex like just recreationally with this like guy that I met and it was really bad. So mm. I just kind of th- was like threw him off me. I was like, yeah, I'm done. That's now, get the fuck because out. I was like, I was just like, you know what? I'm just fucking. I'm at a point in my life now yeah. where I don't need to just continue yes. having sex. So yeah. in my personal life, I wouldn't even bother even faking. I'll just kind of throw him off me and be like, yeah, yeah. all right, cool. I've I've had mine. Like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, in in a workspace, there's there's lots of ways. I mean, I mean there's lots of reasons why I might fake it um Mm. yeah so there's a lot of the asking after the fact and i'll be like yeah of course so there's a lot of that but if i'm kind of faking it in the moment it's usually maybe it will kind of be to maybe help them get somewhere so like maybe i can see that they're kind of getting there and i'm like oh okay if i start getting there like because it's such a turn on when you do it at the same time right so then i will i'll start to make it look like i'm coming too and then that's kind of a turn on for the guy to kind of help him get there yeah it's Um, like giving giving them the pleasure right it's the the way i often describe this is there's pleasure through your dirty talk and through your words. And so this moaning and this acting is almost like a form of dirty talk in a way as well. So I I do see that element. And I notice I do this for girls a lot too. Like if I, when I start noticing they're close, I show them that I'm excited. I'm sure that that I'm into it. Like I will start dirty talking more. I will get into it more. And it's not as if I'm faking the orgasm in the moment, but I'm really just allowing them to see how pleasurable I'm finding this as well. So I think there's an important distinction between faking pleasure and orgasm that comes from this place of, okay, I'm worried about his ego. I'm worried about how he feels. I feel broken. Like I feel like I should be orgasming and I can't, I'm not enjoying this. Like I'm doing it. So like, I don't feel like there's something wrong with me compared to, okay, I'm going to show and maybe exaggerate how much pleasure I'm feeling this moment. So we can both experience more pleasure. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, like mutual yeah, like mutual encouragement because yeah. they, I mean, yeah, encouragement. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. Um, I mean, obviously, look, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes there is just times where maybe the sex has just been going on for a little bit too long, and I'm like, oh, maybe if I just mm. look like I'm finished, maybe it'll we'll get somewhere quicker. Like, so there is that as well. But I'll be honest, that doesn't happen that often. Mm. And um, I will also throw in here that it, I think it depends on the girl as well. So some girls just can't really orgasm or they might find it they might either it takes them a long time to Mm. or some some girls 
don't orgasm from penetration. Like they can only orgasm from like clit stimulation. Yep. So there's all different ways that girls can orgasm. I'm quite lucky that I'm extremely sensitive down there. So mm. I orgasm really easily. Like I can orgasm even if the sex is quite mediocre. Like yep. <laughs> if you're kind of rubbing mm. me in the right spot, even if it doesn't feel that great. Like sometimes if you're just getting me in the right spot. Like sometimes it will just happen because I'm so like mm. – super sensitive down yeah. there and I can orgasm from penetration. I can orgasm from being yeah. eaten out, from being fingered. So yeah. it's even from anal, like it's really easy for me to mm. orgasm. But I mean, I, so I, I probably don't really have to fake it that often, mm. but I mean, I, a lot of the time when I hear from other girls, when they fake it, it's, it's also because like they kind of, feel kind of not, it's, it has, kind of doesn't really have much to do with the guy, but it's more for themselves. Like, mm. Oh, I, don't, like they're self-conscious almost that they don't orgasm. So they want to make it out as if they do to kind of try to participate in that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't I know if that's the that. best way of explaining it, but no, that, no, does that make sense? No, no, it's 100% sense? true. Yeah, because the, the stats are around 20% of women say they can come from penetrative sex. Yeah, it's not many. And, and there's about 10% of women that, say they can never come at all or haven't been able to come as of yet. And so there's a large amount of women. And if you look at the stats on uh, just coming during sex, there's an orgasm gap there as well. It's, you know, it depends on the study you're looking at. It's like 60 to 80% of the time girls are going to come uh, during, during sexual intercourse as, as opposed to like 90% for a guy or above that 95%. So there's a lot of times where you're right where girls are unable to come and they think there's a problem with them where really there might just be a problem with the way that you guys are trying to receive pleasure or the way that the guy's giving you pleasure. So as you said, if there's a girl that finds it very easy to come on a clit and she's very used to that and the guy's just fucking her like penetration, she's not going to be able to come or she prefers a certain way or she prefers like vibration or, you know, whatever it might be. If you're not discussing that and the guy doesn't know, then yeah, there's a lot of girls out there, even though it's completely normal, will feel like, fuck, there's something wrong with me. I'm not able to come. And so I'm going to fake it mm. to feel more normal a part of this process. So I think that that is a problem, I think. And it's something that has to be addressed. Positions is a good one, actually, because, yeah, mm. that's another important one. So, like, I know for me, for instance, there are some positions where I just flat out mm. will not come from. Yep. So, for instance, if I'm on top, I, I will not come. There's yep. no way. I never have. And I won't because me personally, I don't enjoy being on top. Yep. So that's just kind of takes the fun out of it for me. Mm. And it's just not, not pleasurable. It's not that it feels bad. It's just, that's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so not. what turns you on. Yeah. No. So, and, but then, and then there are other positions that make me come faster than others. So like, for instance, like doggy, like mm. I will come much faster from doggy than like just normal missionary, but mm. I can still come from missionary, but yeah, yeah. I'll come a lot quicker from doggy. Preferences. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, yeah, there's, and uh, there's other girls. Like, so I've actually, um, I know a lot of girls that say like they can only come when they're on top. So like mm. it honestly kind of just depends. depends. So yep. it, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting how different yeah mm. girls are. Here's my question. Do you, have you ever experienced a time where a guy's faked it or you thought the guy had faked it? No, I don't think so. It's really <laughs> okay. easy to kind of tell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't that's, know. Because this is the thing. The stats are the, like- if you look at studies, and I know here the studies, they're, they're mostly surveys. So it's very easy for people to lie. It, it, they're not the most accurate scientifically uh, proposed things in the world. But yeah, if you look at surveys, there, there's a range of results here. But I was surprised how many guys claim they've faked it before. And the numbers are up there, up to like 
80% even of guys have claimed they faked. And now in all the studies there are a lot less than women, you know, if you're going to compare them, but there's still a high amount. And I think what you mentioned was your first point about wanting the sex to end. And so I think a lot of guys that find that they're unable to come, they're lacking like a sensitivity, then yeah, it's like, how do you just end the sex, right? I think is what goes through the head. Do I just stop? Like it feels incomplete for them. And same way that women feel, okay, I should come. Men feel like I should come. They might be worried what the girl thinks as well. And so they're, they're faking it to, to end the sex. And I guess my, my question here for everyone listening, because I assume the questions are, okay, I'm a girl that fakes it. Like, should I be doing this? Like, what are the alternatives? And I guess a lot of the guys are questioning more so, how do I know if the girl's faking it? And what do <laughs> well, I you do would if never I think, know. Well, yeah, that's the question. So how you, would you know? Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. So I think there are some ways to know, right? I well, think there are. It depends. Some, sometimes when a mm. girl has an orgasm. So for me, uh, sometimes if the orgasm is really, really extreme, because like mm. some orgasms are more intense than others for a girl. Uh, I don't know if it's the same for guys, but like- mm. I find that, you know, some, I can have like little like m- kind of mini ones and then like medium ones and then I can have like really grand ones where I'm like can't walk mm. or I'm like shaking. Yeah. But just because I, my, I but I, I could very well orgasm another time and still be able to walk or like yeah. not be shaking. Mm. But yeah, so sometimes if I'm like, if I'm like literally like immobile afterwards, yeah. <laughs> that's like I've had a really, really big one and that's yeah, obvious. That's, that's a bit hard to fake and that's <laughs> yeah. kind of obvious. But if I get up and start walking after that, doesn't yeah, mean that I didn't know. have one. Yeah, exactly. It just maybe wasn't as grand as mm. it could have been, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. That's true. That's true. So because, you still wouldn't know. Yeah, there's hundred percent. I agree with this because there are some like, let's say involuntary signs you might notice. So this like spasming yeah, um, like of the pelvic floor <laughs> muscles. Yeah, yeah, your eyes going crazy. Uh, flushing of the chest. Like these things and, and the sensitivity afterwards, right? That some women might experience. These things are more obvious. But I think the best way to know if a girl is faking or not is how open she is with you. Because if you have a girl that's telling you a bit to the left, okay, no, 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 not like that, down, more pressure, right? <laughs> if you have a girl saying that, if you have a girl, like say this is your girlfriend, and one night she's like, yeah, I wasn't able to come because, you know, I was so worried about work tomorrow. And then on the Thursday night, she's like, okay, I just had the most amazing orgasm. That is how you can tell that a girl is orgasming or not because you actually have a pro- proper open dialogue. Now you can try rely on these involuntary signs and pick up on them, but I think what's better is if you just open up the the communication to be super honest with each other. Now, as a guy, you need to show that you're not, your ego isn't going to get hurt. Right? Well, that's, that's a bit easy maybe when you're in a relationship, but if it's just kind of like a casual fling, mm. so this there's becomes probably the a little then. bit less incentive to have that open mm. communication. Yeah, so this becomes the question then, like what are the benefits of opening this up and putting in the effort? So I, I think for women, you are going to have improved pleasure, like less resentment for the guy. You're not going to feel ashamed, embarrassed. So there's so many benefits here to, to, to get to the point where you feel like you don't need to fake it. So I think the first thing for a woman is to understand, and even for a guy, is to understand that orgasm shouldn't be your goal. Right now, it feels amazing, incredible. What we spoke about with Timo when it comes to Tantra as well is it's like four seconds of amazing pleasure. But what about the rest of sex? Like you should really enjoy the journey. And so what I encourage women is to create a masturbation practice and create like a sexual practice with men or, you know, with with your partner 
where it's really focused on every little part of that pleasure. So you should enjoy the make out. You should enjoy when he's going down. It shouldn't be, I need to come, I need to come. Take that pressure off. And for men that are, that are with women, the best way to take this off is literally tell her, don't come. Right? Like when I'm with women <laughs> and especially like some of the girls I see are, you know, escorts or, and there's this psychology around performance. It's always like you want- I like that, don't come. Yeah, so <laughs> when I ever see a girl trying to perform, when I see her like, ah, oh, it's just like too much. I, I start, and I'm like, listen, one rule, you're not allowed to come. That's it, right? I have one rule. But you're a little bit more dominant. That probably makes sense for you. Maybe that wouldn't uh, be fit into other guys, like characters. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to come natural to anyone. It didn't come natural to me at first. But I think every single guy, no matter who you are out there, can look at your partner and just say, look, you're not allowed to come. Not <laughs> until I tell you, right? It's that simple. And so now you're taking that pressure off completely. It's just like one simple line, you're taking the pressure off. And look, if the girl is about to come and she really wants to come, she's going to beg you and you can let her come and then you're going to really know. But now the girl is thinking, okay, great. I don't need to perform. I can relax a little bit. And guess what? When she's not thinking that she has to perform and she gets to relax, she's more likely to come in the first place. So creating this dynamic that, okay, we're just going to enjoy each other's pleasure and there's no pressure there to orgasm. I like that. I like that idea actually. Mm. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, I think that actually would work. Yeah. If you, and especially like people always want what they can't have. Right. Exactly. Especially girls. We, we love what we can't have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like sometimes I'll even tell girls, I'm like, listen, I'm going to go down on you for the next 10 minutes. But this is just think about it like a massage, because when you give someone a massage, they just enjoy it. Right. You're not two minutes into a massage being like, I, I, I'm not going to climax. Right. Like, no, you're just enjoying the fucking massage. It feels great. Having your pussy eating feels great. So I'm like, OK, this is like a massage for the next 10 minutes. I'm just going to eat you out. But the, this, this isn't to come. Right. I just want you to relax and just feel a bit of pleasure. That's what we're doing this for. So now, once again, it's the same principle. So maybe if you don't feel dominant enough to be like, listen, you know, allowed to come. You might just say, all right, massage time. I'm just going to massage your pussy for a little bit. It's not about coming. Just relax. Taking the pressure off. Have you ever faked it? Uh, I've done it like as an experiment. So I've never felt the need to fake it. Like, okay, well, you practice, practice Tantra anyway, yeah, so you don't even come. Exactly. So I'm never coming. Right? So girls so, always you ask. No, girls always ask. They're like, but you didn't come. What about your pleasure? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I, I had pleasure. Like I enjoyed that whole experience. Like, was that not obvious? And she's like, but you didn't come. I'm like, I don't care about coming. Like, that's not what this is about. Like I fucking enjoy myself. Right. I really enjoyed it. So it's, uh, but when I was younger, yeah, I was, I was like, okay, can I pull this off? Like, it was more just this experiment of like, will they know? And, uh, but no, like, it, it's, yeah, there's, there's do, no need. Do they know? Like, can they tell? Uh, Not really. Especially no, if you've got a condom was, on. This was a while ago. If you've got ago, a condom on. Because yeah. like a lot of the time guys, like they come in the condom, they kind of, then they, you know, you pull out. If you yep. just turn around, they take the know. condom off, tie it up, put it in the bin. They wouldn't know. Girls, we don't want to look at dicks and condoms filled yeah. with cum. Like yep. we don't want to see that. Yep. It's not like we're like, oh, hey, like let me inspect no. how like, yeah, big yeah. your load Where was. is that condom at? Yeah, uh, let so me go have a look. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so we would, we would never know really. Yeah, no, 100%. So yeah, I think it's, um, and look, th- there are, there are sessions you can do here. So say you're a girl and you've been faking it and maybe you're with a partner. It's like, okay, how do you go about letting him know that you've been faking it and you're not really enjoying your pleasure, right? Like, so h- how would you do this, do you think? Like, or what advice would you give a girl? 
Because it's tough, right? That is faking it. Yeah. Like say you're faking it with your man and you're like, yo, for example, maybe he's not eating your pussy cat or he's not fucking you from behind. Like he always wants you on top. Yeah. So I would say like if, if it's not enjoyable, try to like find out. Well, actually, no, I don't want to, I don't even want to say if it's not enjoyable because it can still be enjoyable even mm. if you're not coming. But if you're not coming and that's something that you want to get to, I would say probably the first step is, so as women, you, I mean, it's, 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 um, I don't know if like it's kind of the same with, with guys. I mean, it probably is, but you kind of have to experiment on yourself to figure mm, out what you like. Yeah. So like, as I was saying before, there's different ways that girls can come. Like some can't come from penetration, some can only come from the clit. I think I think there's three ways um, that like girls climax. I think it's so there's penetration, there's clit stimulation, there's a third one that well, I- Well, there's, there's many, right? There's there, many. I mean, the, you can come from your nipples, right? So essentially orgasms in the mind. And there are many ways to stimulate that. So, I mean, there are girls that have no touch orgasms as well. So yeah, there's plenty of different ways. And I agree, it's about finding out what you like. Yeah, for Because sure. you can't tell your partner, right? There's no way to tell your partner what you like unless you know. Yeah, so yeah. I think the, the step one is to, yeah, like explore yourself. And I think people probably get a little bit, especially like maybe people that are a little bit more on the conservative side, maybe mm. they're a little bit less inclined to, experiment on their own bodies. Like they might masturbate, but it might be like vanilla masturbation. Yeah. So I would probably encourage people to, you know, maybe just kind of um broaden your yeah, masturbation practice. Like mm. if you're just using your hands, maybe get a dildo. Or yeah. like if you're only using a dildo, maybe use your hands yeah. or maybe go do the clit or maybe, you know, put something in your ass. Like yeah. I don't like- or No, I, I love the, that, yeah. Yeah, so 100%. Or get something hot. Like some yeah. people like um a, a bit more sensory. Mm. So maybe get something hot or something cold, yeah. put it down there, even, yeah, put it on your nipples, put it on your neck, on your ear, mm. they, those kind of sensitive points and play around with like the senses of, even like feet, like yeah. uh, if 100%. like you wouldn't know, you know, play, put yeah. something on your feet. I don't know, yeah. maybe you never know. If people are really into, into feet. Yeah. You wouldn't know unless you tried you it. Try. So. Yeah, and maybe try to, yeah, maybe have a look at the different kinds of porn you're watching as well. Like maybe if you're just watching the one kind of porn, maybe diversify and be like, oh, yeah. look, what other kind of- Or get into erotica or, in yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, kind of just explore your mm. own kind of body first and figure it out. Yeah, um, no, I love that. Yeah, I, I, that's, I couldn't agree more. I think you need to know what you like before you're trying to tell your partner what you like, 100%. And I think, look, if, if you're a girl out there that's faking it, and you want to like let your man or even like it's a one night stand or you've met this guy just tonight, you need to find ways to communicate what the fuck you want. And I know it's tough. I know it's tough with guys because if you just straight up tell a guy like, okay, you're doing it wrong. You need to do this. He's, he's going to cry. He's going to walk to <laughs> the corner. All right. Speaking for all the guys, he's going to cry in the corner. He's, he's going to get defensive. If you attack someone, they get defensive. If you accuse them of something, they get defensive. So if you're like, listen, I've been faking a bitch because you're shit in bed, then it's never going to work, yeah. right? So figure <laughs> out what you want and then you can go tell him. Just be like, you know, say it in a positive way. I'd be like, hey, listen, sex with you has been fucking amazing. And then say, for example, you're a girl that really loves your clit getting stimulated and he's not touching your clit. Then be like, look, there was a couple of positions that we did that was like kind of hitting my clit a little bit. Felt amazing. Like, holy shit. I think my clit is like, it's 10 times more sensitive than even fucking my pussy. Like, it's insane. Like whenever when we were fucking, like the old points it was hitting it, it felt so fucking good. Now, hopefully that's enough of a hint, but maybe, you know, 
that's not enough for the guy. Maybe you need to be a little bit more direct. So I'd tell him again, I'd be like, look, do you know what would turn me on so much if you go down on me? Like I've been thinking about it all day is you just eating my pussy and I hope you'd look doing that. That's so much better than why are you doing this, right? Yeah. And just attacking the guy or like get, and you can even have what I teach my students is called like alignment sessions. Now this is more for like, if you're actually dating someone is a bit weird on the first date, but you, you could just say like, listen, uh, for the next five minutes and you can share roles, you can switch back and forth. Oh, is that staring thing? No, no, oh, that's okay. eye gazing. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit different. But you say basically for the next five minutes, I'm going to go down on you. And every 10, 30 seconds, I want you to tell me, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Move to the oh, left. So it's a kind of move like up, move down. practice session. Exactly. But yeah, I guess that would yeah, work in a relationship. In a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can do it on the first night. Hey, yeah. nice meeting you from Tinder. Do you want to yeah. <laughs> do, do it? So, but this really, it allows you, cause you're going to hate it at first because if you're the girl being like, okay, to the left, it's a bit annoying and you're in your head. But over time, what happens is the guy is able to pick up on your cues. So it becomes a bit of a mind reader now. So look, when you when you shift your body this way, he knows, okay, that means like go that way. When you start moving your hips forward, okay, maybe you want it a bit faster. When you pull back, like, does that mean you're too sensitive and want less pressure or do you want more? And you can do the same with the guy or, you know, when you're fucking. And so it basically opens the doors for feedback here. And you can really understand your partner and get to normal in a much deeper level. So I think that would stop the whole, I need to fake it, right? When you start actually communicating more. This is something I thought of as well, something random, but it, it, um, it is relevant. Um, yeah, this is just another thing for guys. So like, as I was saying before, um, I'm like super sensitive down there mm. and especially like my clit, like when guys like yeah. start like going like, you know, touching my clit, it's really sensitive, but it's not always sensitive in like a good way. Like mm. sometimes it's hypersensitive to the point where it's kind of too much. Like painful almost. And there's a lot of times where, so you, I get like noticeably, like when guys mm. start going ham on my clip, yeah. like too much, I like start like noticeably like, you know, kind of shaking and squirming, but it's not always in a it's good like way. It's, it's like, squirt. it's not that it feels bad. It feels good, but it's almost like it kind of feels like it's too much. Mm. Yep. Um, and then they just keep going. And they, and when I say, oh no, like it's too much, they think it's a good thing. Yeah. So I don't know, mouth probably just confused everyone. No, 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 um, it's, this is a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So sometimes like if, yeah, if a girl, sometimes like it is too much stimulate like yeah so I, I'm probably like the rare few that I I'm like overstimulated which girls so like I even have girls so like especially like um that, that the girl that I make uh like a fair bit of mm. porn with she's like yeah my vagina is made of steel you can just like go <laughs> yeah, ahead and yeah. I kind of feel bad because I know from my own yeah you know, like I I'll be like touching her and whatever and she's like oh you can go harder and I'm thinking like oh my god if someone was doing this to me I would have like I'd be crying like yeah. it'd be way too much but like on her she's like yeah I don't like feel anything down mm. there whereas on me you just like lightly touch me yeah. and I'm like oh my god yeah. like and like yeah a lot of my clients are like oh my god she's enjoying it and I'm like oh no like, like no, it's kind of like sensitive. a bit too much yeah um and that's why it's important to to know this because you see a girl squirming, you're like, oh fuck, yeah, this is she's like she really it. enjoying no, it. Not yeah, always. Sometimes exactly. it's we're squirming because maybe it's uncomfortable, not particularly, and it, and it's not that it doesn't. It, it's so hard to explain, mm. but it yeah, it, it feels good, but it's almost like it feels too good. But I don't want to say too good, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And look, every girl's different, hundred percent. And actually most women, when you first start stimulating their clit, it's gonna feel too sensitive if you go too hard and fast. That's why like my number one advice is always slow down. Go slower than you fucking think you have to all the fucking time. And there's some girls that like overstimulation. So there's some girls that like 
just after they've come, it's super sensitive and they like you to just keep going because they like that sensation. Oh my God, even but just some thinking about that's like, like yeah, Some score. girls are like, yo, this is too much. Yeah. Please fucking stop. So you need to pick up on that. And so ways you can do this as a guy, if you're in the moment, is just through a little bit of dirty talk and just asking, right? So it, say this is me and I'm going down on you and you're like squirming and moving. And I'm like, fuck, is this a good or a bad thing? Right? I might look up to you and be like, uh, you could use some dirty talk and say, can, can you, can you handle that? Do you want it harder? <laughs> like, can you handle it? And you'd be like, um, and I'm like, okay, that's a no. Yeah. Right. But if you're like the other girl, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah harder, go, go more, yeah. go more. Then you know. Yeah. That's a so good way of Instead of being it. like, um, is that okay? You just, Hey, can okay, you sometimes fucking, they're just can like, you like, oh yeah, that? you like that. And just like keep going. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm squirming yeah. for a reason. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah. So if you're like, Hey, do you fucking love that? And the girl doesn't answer. That's a no. Right. That's a no. If she's like, yes, keep going. Don't fucking stop then keep going, don't fucking stop. But that that's one way you can kind of pick up and tell a little bit, but afterwards you can get feedback and ask. Now, never as a guy, this is my last point, never as a guy, ask a girl, did you come, right? Because what is your answer to this every single time, Kat? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, never, never ask a girl, did it she come? It always makes me laugh whenever that happens yeah. because, and a lot of the time when they ask that, it's usually when it was very like, kind of vanilla you. Yeah, they're trying to get some validation. Yeah, they, they know it's, it was probably yeah, bad. Yeah, it's always the sessions that are very vanilla that end yeah. up asking me after and they ask so casually like, oh, was it good for you? Like, yeah, did you? And I'm just like, and in, in the first thing I always think is like, mm, I mean, like, <laughs> like. Yeah, so never, never ask. If you're going to ask, this is how you ask. You say, um, what could I do better? <laughs> not even that. Cause the girls are going to lie again and be like, you're great. So what, what I typically do is if you were unsure, so maybe cat, you were a bit sensitive and you're like squirming around a little bit. Sensitive is a good word. I'd say, um, look, uh, I've got a question. Hey, when I was going down on you, I noticed you got like super sensitive and you found it like very difficult, weren't able to come. Uh, what could I do differently there? Should I like slow down when you get like that? And so you assume that she didn't come. If you're not sure, assume she didn't. Hey, look, I, I know it must be difficult for you to come. That because the girls, if they did come, oh, they're, they're going to correct say, yeah, you. I did. They're going to be like, no, no, That's I did. That's a really good and one. for you yeah. who didn't, and you're like, fuck, okay, he realized I got sensitive. You're like, fuck, this guy's smart. He knows what's up. Yeah. He's not, and then like, you're just like, oh, yeah, you, you like, caught me. Yeah, and <laughs> you'd be like, no, you're right. I did get super sensitive. Like, what would help is, yeah, just slow down when that happens. Like, it's too much for me. Other girls might be like, no, the oversensitive is what I like. You should have just kept going. And so just assume that you didn't. Now, if you actually want to get real feedback, like this is the advice no, I always give. I actually give, like that. Yeah. I feel like I would be more inclined to admit that I didn't come. If they're yeah. like, oh yeah, you didn't come and just kind of catch me out and I'd be like, oh, okay, it must yeah. be obvious. Yeah, and you, you, it's not even like, you don't even have to say it as a guy like, ah, I caught you. Yeah, I know no, you didn't. Okay, not like that. Yeah, no, I know what you But the way you yeah. said it, like, oh, yeah. like, yeah. Um, it's casual. Yeah, like- yeah. I can't remember yeah, where but just, people hey, look, listening they'll uh, be able to rewind how it is that you yeah, said it no, and that, that I, I just, um, made a I lot just of sense. say it like it is like because I'm not ashamed right if the girl had a fucking amazing incredible time then you shouldn't be worried regardless like if, if she was loving so if you thought for example like one of the points that you weren't sure if it was enjoyable or not just yeah bring it up and if you want feedback don't just be like hey was I good as if like you're really wanting the validation, ask as if you really want the truth. So I would say, hey, by the way, can I give you a piece of advice? And let the girl know what she could do better. Like I often tell the girls like, hey, you, you would it be better? You don't have to perform so much. Like I'd prefer it if you just relax and like melted into it a little bit more. I could say, hey, you seem like you're holding back. Like you, if you want to scream and fucking yell, go for it, right? I, I let them know these things. 
And then I'd say, hey, do you have any advice for me? Because that actually sounds like you're willing to get advice if you're willing to give it a little bit. Now, obviously, don't tell the girl, hey, you need to suck my dick more, your shit or something. You know, <laughs> that's not going to work. But you could find something like positive that they could. Uh, yeah, positive and yeah, respectful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, yeah, no more faking orgasms, guys. That's uh, <laughs> that's the key. Be open with your partner. If you're a guy, drop the ego. If you're a girl, demand the pleasure. Yeah, I, think that's, <laughs> I like uh, that. I think demand that's the pleasure. Yeah. All right. Next, we have our toy review. So this week we are reviewing. Let me get it out. Let me get it out here. The Honey Birdette collar. Are you <laughs> trying to like hold that up? Uh, I'm surprised you didn't try to put this on me or something for the review <laughs> after last week. Oh, I should have. No, I should have I I thought about this. I should have walked you around on this just to, uh, to really test it out. I'm surprised you put it on me and then like hold yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I didn't think podcast. ahead for this podcast. Yeah. But, um, no, I really like this color. What, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, look, <laughs> um, my thoughts are probably different than yours because, I mean, I know you love love your toys and your BDSM. Mm. I, again, I, I thought that it hindered my experience just because it's really heavy and clunky. Like, it was around my neck and it was kind of fun at first, but then when – I feel like I feel like things like that, like a collar, I feel like they're fun when you're not – when there's no penetration kind mm. of thing. So, like, I feel like it's fun for a little – it was fun in the beginning when there was, like, a little bit of role play and it was kind of just, like, tugging around in my neck and whatever. That was kind of a bit fun. But then when it got to the point where he then started fucking me and I was still wearing the collar, the collar was just kind of, like, flinging around and it was kind mm. of just – in the way. In the way. Yeah. And then we ended up having to kind of take it off. So I feel like, yeah, it was it was fun before the fact, but then during the fact, mm. uh, yeah, it just kind of hinted the experience a bit and then we kind of had to stop, take it off, and then like yeah. start again. And that's probably a good tip for a lot of people. Like the, the thing I like about collars is it looks fucking sexy. And there's a possessive element to this. So when you're thinking about your your fantasies and your kink, they, they could even be a degrading element if you are actually walking the girl around like a like a puppy. So the thing I like about these, like they look so classy and nice. So a lot of sex toys and a lot of kink, it can be a bit of a turnoff for a lot of people when it just feels a little- Cheap. Cheap. Yeah. yeah. A little like, gross, a little cheap. Yeah. When you know Whereas you got it from a $2 is, shop yeah. or that it's actually your dog's collar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't want someone putting so, their actual yeah. dog's collar on me. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're into that like degradation, then sure. But the thing I love about this is very classy. It looks great. Um, it's very sturdy. And I agree with you. Like, I rarely ever fuck with collars on uh, because it can, you, you got to be careful essentially this is wrapping around the entire neck. So when it gets pulled, it's not like when you're getting choked and it's just hitting your blood vessels, it's actually hitting your windpipe, which is the part that can be a bit painful yeah. and, and not be so nice, can make you want to choke and cough. And it was like moving my head. So like there was one time where I think his like knee was on the rope and it was like pulling it mm. and then my head was like, yeah. like my neck was like, oh shit, like nearly broke my neck. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, safety is a concern as well. So. The, the way I would usually manage a collar is, yes, to create the scene, to make it a bit kinky, to have this either possessive role play that you're having or, you know, the, this puppy, you know, degrading role play that you could potentially have. And then what, what I do during actual sex is just unclip this and just leave this on. Because a lot of girls feel like it's a little bit sexy, but I'm not pulling on it. Oh, I'm that's not, a good idea. Yeah, so you just take that off. You've got this collar still on. And... Uh, and that way it's not, as you mentioned, it's not in the way, it's not pulling, it's not being dangerous at all. And it's still kind of sexy. Yeah, no, that's a good idea, I think. But it's a great collar. It's really good quality. I do not have Honey Bidet. I've got a different one that, that I use. It was made in 
Ukraine or something. But it's <laughs> something uh, fancy. Yeah, get get something that isn't cheap. Yeah, right? something because fancy. you can go to all these like fucking sex stores, and you got to be careful because yeah, some of the things in their range is little cheap fucking dodgy leather shit that just breaks and it doesn't feel sexy or look nice. So if, if you're going to actually get a collar, then get a good one. Get a good one. This is this is sexy. This is nice. I like it. <laughs> All right. Putting it over there so I don't see you stealing it exactly. later. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to try to sneak that one away. <laughs> All righty. What's next, Kat? A uh, question from the audience. Ah, yeah. Okay. So this time we had a girl write in, which is which is nice to see because all in. my oh, questions nice. have been from men. So she asked about room setup. So essentially like how to make a room sexy. Ooh. And I thought this was very interesting because I want to know what your experience has been. Number one, like do you try and make your room sexy for when you have clients or people over? But number two, your experience with guys because I think you're going to have like a wide range of rooms that you've been to. So what do you like? Uh, yeah. So- Answering the first question. So, yeah, with my room setup, uh, usually it's kind of, um, yeah, like a hotel room or like wherever I'm staying. So, you know, the room. So, what I try to dim the lights a little bit. You know, mm. you got to get curtains down for like privacy, which mm. personally I don't like, but most of my clients are a little bit weird about that. Yeah. Like they always want, want to yeah. be like not seen. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, dim lights. And usually I've got like, you know, my sex playlist. I've got a sex playlist. So usually I'll have that playing. But um, something, so this is something Sorry, that I've been- Sorry, I've got to interrupt. What's in your sex playlist? What type of music is it? It's it's honestly, it's a mix. Like it's, okay. it is it is a lot of kinds of trap, I would say. <gasps> okay, send it to me after the podcast. When I listen. Yeah, it's a lot of trap and kind of like hip hop and R&B, I think. Okay, cool. Like kind of m- a bit mellowy, but yeah. with like a funky, sexy oh, sounding yeah, beat. I want to check I'll it out. I'll play you a few things. I've, I've played okay. it for a lot of people that I've played it for. Like what, everyone wants to steal my sex playlist because yeah. it's that good. Right, I, have to try I, I'm so, I covered it hard. Everyone's like, oh my God, you should make this public. Like such a good playlist. Send me your playlist. I'm like, no, fuck off my playlist. Yeah. This is like you. Yeah. and years of sex that yeah. have gone into this I'm very, playlist. I'm very curated. Like I have three different sex playlists and I'm very like curated about it. Like, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, like it's like a little I'm baby. Serious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So uh, yeah, share your baby with me. Well, let me play with it for a little bit. We'll <laughs> um, test it out. Something that, so this this goes into the next question, which is something that I've been, it's been on my list for ages, but I'm just a bit lazy. I haven't gone around to to buying the stuff for it. Especially I need to try and figure out how I'm going to like try to move this when I'm like traveling is, all right, so this was there's there's two apartments that I've been in like guys places mm-hmm. that stand out to me as being curated for sex. So right, one, so one was um yeah like his it was his house and his bedroom was um yeah so he had like he clearly had a sex playlist playing. There's a lot of like Rufus kind of like okay. trap and stuff. I think that's kind of where I got the the idea for like trap. Uh, and then there was kind of like um uh like you know lights like um. Like, you know, like the LED, like oh, yeah, colorful yeah, yeah. Like lights, LED lights, but they like were like the hidden lighting. behind things. So yep. they weren't like in your face. So there was like lights, like behind his cupboard, behind the bed, behind like the dresser. So they were kind of just like spitting soft, out from yeah. like behind okay, nice. the stuff. And there was like all different, so they were kind of, yeah, soft lights. And then yeah, the, the room was kind of dimly lit. And then there was just all these colorful lights everywhere and this really cool yeah. music playing. And I was like, whoa, this is like, anyway, I was so in the mood yeah. straight away, just mm. off the bat from that. Oh, and he had a sex chair as well. It was like a couch nice. that was like you know one of those sex position couches uh so there was that one so the lights is something that i want to try to incorporate somehow i've just been yeah too lazy to go out and like source them and stuff so the lights were really cool and then there was another um client's place that i 
that I was in that had a, he had like a massive king size bed and then an equal sized mirror on the roof. And then also on the roof were like little stars, but like not the glow in the dark ones. They were like little lights, like little fairy oh, wow. lights that were just everywhere. Damn. On the roof, like stuck on. I didn't even know how that was even possible to like do I it. I love the mirror on the roof. And then so his apartment as well was like, it was all dimly lit and there was just these star looking things on the That's roof. Sick. Big mirror. And I was like, well, like I was in the mood straight away. Like we had nothing had even happened yet. I was already. Did you it. think, okay, this guy's going to be good in bed when you saw it? Yeah. So both of the places when, okay, it's an interesting encounter when you walk into a place that is curated mm. for sex. So like you were even talking about like a bit earlier in the show, like, you know, you've got that place that's curated like mm. for sex. Yeah. Uh, all right. So from a girl's point of view, when you walk into like a guy's place and it is made for sex, like, like mm. these places are, yeah, you think that they have a lot of sex and you think like, yeah, they must be good in bed. Cause why else would they have a room that's like designed for yeah, sex if they exactly. weren't using this room for sex? Like yeah. if he was using this room to work. This guy's experience. <laughs> you don't yeah. need fairy lights on the roof and a big mirror <laughs> if you're working 24 seven. There's one reason for that <laughs> fucking mirror on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, you, you so, but then it, it also works as well. Like, oh, I mean, it kind of depends on the guy as well. Like, so if this was a guy that I was thinking of getting serious with and I got, went to his house and his room was like designed for sex, I'd be like, I don't know if this is the kind of guy that, mm, that that's um wanting to settle down. That's fair. Right now, like yeah. this seems like a he's playboy. He's a bit of a fuckboy. He's invested yeah. in a playboy lifestyle. Yeah. Is what yeah. I would um, automatically think. Which yeah. I mean, is no problem for me. Which uh at the moment, like when I'm just going to clients' houses. But if I was going to a guy who how, who's if I was going to a guy's house and he was someone I was interested in that I was dating and I walk into his house and he got a, you know, a sex swing and all this yeah. mirror on there, I'd probably think, oh, is he actually serious about this? Okay, so, fair. Interesting. But yeah, that's, so that's my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I love it. What, what about, about, I just want to, before I talk about what I, what I do in my room, what is the one mistake you think guys make when it comes to their room? Has there ever been something where you walk in and you're like, oh, fuck, here we go? Yeah, when they're fucking filthy. Just dirty. Yeah. yeah just I've, I've walked into lots of clients' um, houses and it's, it's just fucking, mess. it's dumb. Like, fuck. but not not even like, even if your house, you're like, I've walked into some places that like, like I, I haven't been anywhere that's like, like dirty as in like dirty, dirty, like is mold it? and cockroaches exactly. or whatever. But there's just shit. Messy. It's just yeah, messy. It's just not clean. Not up. even, yeah, just not even, like sometimes it can be a really nice place, but there, if there's yeah. just shit everywhere, like yeah. your washing yeah. is everywhere or there's like old pizza boxes or alcohol, mm. like, or if you've had a party the night before and there's yeah. bottles and cups left everywhere, it's mm. a bit like you knew a girl was coming over. Yeah. Like it doesn't take that much time to even just hide things. Because sometimes yeah, me, shove if, under I've the bed, got, guys. if I've got people coming over, whether it's a client or even just friends, a lot of the time there will be mess, but it's hidden. Yeah. Like I will just open my laundry and I just stuff shit in there. there. I put everything in a basket and I hide it. I, I hide things. Yeah. I just hide it. And that honestly, hiding things is really, sometimes you don't have time to mm. clean, especially, or sometimes you don't have the effort to clean, but which is fine, but hide it. Like yeah. just pile everything into a basket or a cupboard and deal with it after. So yeah. at least it looks a little bit clean. Put, yeah. Just throw everything in the dishwasher. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just throw it all in. Just chuck, literally don't, don't actually stack clean, it. Just, just hide chuck all, it all your shit, in. deal with it later. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, but that, that's better than, uh, well, well, I mean, people should just be clean full stop. But Yeah, it's better <laughs> but, like, than having But if you don't have time, yeah. it, it just hide, hide yeah. the mess. Like, you know, everyone's got a cupboard. Just chuck everything in the cupboard, deal with it after. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think 
if you had a choice between having like toys up on your fucking walls and mirrors up on the roof, but your room was dirty, then like I just go with the clean room with nothing. Like, oh, 100%. Because if you, it, it may be hard for guys to understand, but the best way I can explain this is think about when you're working, right? If you're at your desk working and there's just shit everywhere and it's all disorganized, Compared to that day where everything's cleaned up, it's all neatly like packaged, everything's organized, and you just feel like, oh, I can work, right? You're in the zone a little bit more, in the flow. That's how women feel in a well-cleaned room. Is <laughs> there's, there's, there's not that anxiety or stress. You're just relaxed. So number one, just clean your fucking room, right? But then I'll give you a few tips. I think having points of authority is a good idea. So having that mirror on your ceiling, having the vibrator next to your bed, having some lubricant out, I think showing the girl that you're actually prepared for sex is a good way for her to think, okay, I can trust in this guy with my pleasure, right? I I don't have to worry about it. I think he's going to put in the effort for me during sex. Then there's the more practical things. So yes, have we spoke about lube last week? Have lube in your room ready to go. Have condoms in. The worst thing you can do is like about to have sex with a girl and then running around your place looking for fucking a condom or some shit. Like it's (laughs) be fucking organized in your bathroom. Have like wipes there. If you've come from a club or a party and a girl's come home with you, like have some wipes there for the girl so she doesn't have to feel self-conscious when she's having sex with you. So it's all these little things. Then Kat spoke about dim lighting. Or spare right? toothbrushes, another exactly, good one. Exactly, right? I, yeah, there's been a few times where I've slept at a guy's house and I'll be like, sometimes you yeah. do, you meet a guy. <laughs> yeah. so, like sometimes you meet a guy, you go home with him mm. and it, the baby wipes is a big thing. Whenever yeah. I've gone, so there's been a few times where I've like gone home with a guy and I've had nothing with me and they pull out spare toothbrush, they pull out baby wipes and they give me like you know a little shirt or whatever to wear and yeah. i'm just like oh my god this is just Perfect. like I d- yeah 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 if you want to go like get makeup wipes go but at least have some wipes there and then uh dim lighting right i've had women and like i always ask for feedback of girls i ask what i like what you know what they like during sex with and i had one girl tell me once she's like yeah i was with a guy last week and the thing that turned her off the most was that the light was so bright in the room She's like, I felt like I was in a doctor's clinic. And it was something as simple as that that ruined sex for her. It's just not having a lamp or dim lighting. It's so simple, but it's like these little things matter. They make such a big difference because it sets the scene. It sets the context. It's it's almost like that first impression all over again, but it's of your room. So if you can do all these little things like prepare, show that you're attentive, have a clean room, dim lighting, have some toys and things ready and set up you're going to have a much better experience. Yeah. I think, the, yeah, the lighting is definitely yeah. um, an important one. Yeah, I've had a few clients where, like, sometimes they're like, oh, like, the light needs to be, like, turned down, like, a little bit more. Yeah. Like, so, But but then I can kind of work in the opposite way. So, like, for instance, with me, I don't like if it's pitch black. No, I mean, I don't like that. It mm. throws me off because I can't see yeah. what I'm doing. It's like, how, how are you meant to work? But I've had a few clients that want it to be pitch black, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. comfortable with it being pitch black. Like, that's just – that yeah. just makes – like – that, that would make me just like, but you see, yeah, yeah. it was too dark. So, so fuck I think, yeah, I'm having sex with I, I can't <laughs> see you. Yeah, I think, yeah, probably having a, yeah, definitely, yeah, some, a, a dimmable light or even, yeah, a few lighting options. Even if you can just leave the, if, if there's a light, like, out, like, or the bathroom, yeah, exactly. like, you can leave like the door light, open. So, but buy a fucking lamp. You can just yeah, buy a you lamp. buy a lamp. Like, yeah, very yeah. easy night light or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah, 100%. So, uh, oh wait, you no, you didn't tell us about your your room. So don't don't you have like sex oh, toys oh, on yeah. your my wall? room? Once again, curated. I need to get a mirror, but once again, just traveling is a tough fucking gig to do that. But essentially, yeah, I have like 
my wall above my bed has hooks all along it and it's set with all my ropes, sex toys. Then I've set up like, it's really easy to do actually. If you just buy like a home mini, it's called. I'm sure there's like Alexas and things like that as well. And I connect that to my speakers and my lighting. So you can just walk in, turn the lights red, dim it, have music playing. Um, and I'm actually, I've just got a neon sign as well. So similar to the LEDs you were talking about, just no coming allowed is uh, is what I put above I my that. bed or like no coming without permission. I think it's, it is exactly. So yeah, girls come in and they know the space is designed for sex. So in, in my mind, what I've seen and what I've experienced over and over again is when women see that, it allows them to really trust in you to be that sexual partner for them. So that's why I like to do it. And as well, like from a practical point of view, like everything is there that I need. I don't need to go you know, looking for it. It's just up on my wall. So yeah, I think it's important. Just quickly uh, before we move on to the next thing, we only kind of spoke about this from a guy's, from, like as in from a girl's point of view about a guy. What about being a guy? What what is, what can girls do? Since the question came from girl, what can girls yeah. do to make their place a bit more sexy. So, I mean, what I do is, yeah, I mean, I, you know, the, I have the bed nicely made, got mm. some dim lighting, got a bit of mood, mood, mood music yep. <laughs> playing places, you know, clean and whatever. But um, what else, what else can, can girls do? Especially if like, if you're not at a hotel room and you're just in your mm. bedroom, there might be other clutters in there that might be a mm. bit unavoidable. What yeah. do you, what do you think? Or have you ever had anything that's like really bad? Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like I, for me, I usually just have girls over my place. Right. I, I, I prefer fucking my room, good on my toys. I prefer that. But there have been times where I've gone to girls' places. And I think, yeah, just keeping it simple. Like if you just have what we mentioned, the dim light and stuff like that. I've had women, like I think this is important as well. Like if girls have their own condoms, now I always carry some with me, but I'm sure there's guys that don't. And so if you're taking a guy back to your place, again, you don't want that trouble of like, oh, fuck, I didn't bring a condom. Do you have one? Do you? And so that can kind of be difficult and annoying. Um, my worst, my worst ever experience was a girl had a fucking dog in the bedroom. And it was like Why? a little, ah, man, I don't know. Okay. It was like this little yappy thing. So I'm trying to like, fuck. I'm like eating this girl's pussy. And this dog is just yapping like for attention, yapping. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is-? So the whole time, all I kept thinking about was this stupid dog just barking at us. And I'm like, gee, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was awful. But yeah, so don't have your dog in the fucking bedroom. Like that's that's not necessary at all. But yeah, just another reason why I prefer just having girls yeah. in my place. It's and a lot easier. Are guys like creeped out about mess? So like should, should girls I keep th- a clean space as well? I mean, or do you guys not really give a fuck? I think- Depends on the guy. I definitely am. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that don't give a fuck whatsoever. Like there's a lot of guys that, you know. They just want sex. They just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, listen. On if, top of a yeah, pizza exactly. box, doesn't like, matter. If you're naked, you could do it anywhere. Like it doesn't all matter. But for me, yeah, like I I think it tells a lot about a person as well. Now, if there's a little bit of clutter and stuff, like I, it's, I don't mind too much. But if the place is just fucking dirty, not dirty yeah. or it's smelly or some shit, yeah. then yeah, it's going to turn me off. I'm not going to want to be there. Yeah. All right. All right, happy days. Yeah. Uh, finish up. Let's go with uh, sex facts. Yes. Yeah, so again, not as interesting as the first week. I'm, so, I'm, listen, we're never, we're never going to beat the that. record for how far you can come. Yeah, it's we're never, never going to. I don't think we. Yeah, happen. no, I'm sorry, I, don't, guys. I don't think we can. That's, we can get a better sex fact yeah. than that. Um, so the longest penis on oh, record. Here we go. <laughs> is three point five inches, which is in centimeters. Th- 35 hang centimeters. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. How many inches? 13.5. Oh, 13.5. So which so is, is 35 a, centimeters. So this is a foot long dick. 
Here's something I prepared earlier, which is- Yeah, so for those with the rulers, or the size of your A4 books, it's longer than that. So it's five centimeters long. Holy shit. <laughs> it's the size of oh cat's my God. leg. <laughs> oh my God, it was literally it's longer literally than- It's literally longer. Yeah. It goes down to cat's <gasps> knee. Oh my God. Imagine it's literally my, my hole. So it's like, <laughs> anyone looking, it's literally longer than It's longer hole. than her thigh is what she's saying. Yeah, my that's, whole thigh. That's incredible. It's like that. Can, can I just test something? <laughs> can, can you just, just-, just open up, just help. What? what? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So how would that? Do you reckon, that wouldn't even. Do you reckon you'd survive? Like. Do you think you'd survive, Cat? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, All right, I that's impressive. Feel sorry for the guy. So okay, story. Yeah. Um, this is the, the the biggest penis that I've ever had, and it was when I was like, um, I think I was like sixteen or something. Do you ever? It, I've had girls. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know how long it was? Do you know how long his dick oh, is? Oh, this guy, the guy? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, okay, it wasn't that it was long. It, it was. It was maybe, I don't know, I want to say maybe like, so like this long, all, like, like that, a that bit long. Over half but it was really dick. fat. And what- what the issue was is that it couldn't, I couldn't go all the way down on it. Mm. And what I then heard from him is he's like, oh, like no girl can, mm. which means that he would never, ever get to experience a full- a full insertion. Yeah, a full <laughs> insertion, which I felt so sorry for him because I was, there was nothing I could do. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I was like, I'm sorry, that. mate. Like, um, like <laughs> I want to walk out of here. I want to walk out of here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, and I just- like a lot of guys would look at that and go, oh my God, I wish my dick was that big. But no. then this guy said like he, no. when he was telling me about it, he was telling me about it from a, wasn't it wasn't in a bragging way. It was no. more in a somber, sad yeah. light. And he was like, yeah, like I, girls can't take it. Yeah. Like I, they can't go. I, no girl can go all the way down. He, he was frustrated mm. because I, I think he wants to do what everyone else does and have yep. a full blown proper marathon. And, it, it, I mean, it didn't even last that long because it was just like, it was really painful for me. And mm. I just felt sorry for this guy because he can never fully enjoy mm. a session. Yeah. No, it's true. Like, that's the thing that guys don't realize. Like, a lot of guys hear the longest dick in the world. They're like, oh, I wish I had a dick that. No, no it's, it's not. Yeah. Because there are girls, as you mentioned, that are a little bit more sensitive or tight. And it takes a long time to help, like, warm them up. And I don't think any girl could could take that much. Yeah, yeah. Like, anyone, really. My so question is, do you, do you measure guys' dicks when you fuck them? What kind of- No. What, <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> because I've had Why would girls- I, No, okay, yeah, so I'm going to line up my client. Said, no, no, before no, no, <laughs> before we, I fuck them and say, let me, let me just get my little book no, no, out. No, no, and I, I need to like measure this. you first yeah, and write in my I've journal. I've had girls do this. What? Right? Why? what do no, they no, keep journals of no, sizes? No, no, no. I've had girls do this where they've, they've taken their hand and I've noticed them doing this. Oh. Like along my, and I'm like, and I'm like, what are they doing? And it's happened a few times. And I asked one girl, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like- I was measuring how big it was. <laughs> so they go by like hands. So they're like, okay, one and a half hands or one. And so it's like a sneaky way. <laughs> so no, I've never done that. Yeah, that's what I was curious. It's like, I, at first I was like, what are they doing? No, like, I, that's not pleasurable. That's Why so random. No, I have no interest in yeah. how long a guy's yeah. schlong is. Really. Well, I, was, I just <laughs> thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was that's really cool. random. But um, yeah. yeah, no, no. <laughs> but yours no, was 
three quarters of the oh, longest. I don't know. It was, it, yeah, it was really. <laughs> That's why I was wondering if you did too. your measurement. And it was just, uh, it was just so fun. But yeah, look, yeah. So what I'm going to say is, it's not you don't always want the biggest yeah, because a lot of guys are like, oh yeah, I want a bigger dick. Nah, look, you know. Yeah. Okay, look, I will say sometimes there are dicks that are too small. Yeah, you and want, you can't <sighs> feel anything. Yeah. Um, but then also, yeah, but then also when they're too big, that's not good too. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's different for each girl. Like you, you essentially want a dick that feels pleasurable to you. So it's like big enough that, yeah, it's, it's what you want. So it's going to be different for every girl. And as a guy, like, yeah, look, you might have a really big dick. You might have a really small dick. It's one aspect of sex. As I always tell guys, and we mentioned this before on the podcast, you can fuck like a lesbian. You don't need a dick. Yep. Like girl and girls, they will always describe how much pleasure. If you look at the stats we're talking about with the orgasm gap, actually lesbian girls have more orgas- orgasms, sorry, typically than heterosexual couples. So I don't care if you don't have a dick, fuck like a lesbian, it can still be amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it can, uh, you face some challenges if you're a guy with a big dick as well. This is just some, a fun little fact as well that I've just heard from some All of my right, clients. Double fact of the oh, day. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's not really that, just um, oh, kind of a fact. So this is just from some of my clients that I've had that have like bigger penises mm. is um, sometimes like they'll get turned down by other escorts. They say like some, sometimes like, ah, so I've had clients that where it's happened, they will ask me, like, can oh, like, can it? you take this? And a lot of the time I get that. I get like, they might text me and say like, oh, can you take a big dick? And I just kind of think that's them talking themselves up. Like, well, I did at first, but then some, But then what I what I ended up hearing, like learning after, this has happened to like a few clients that I've seen is, um, yeah, like they've been turned down by girls. And I mean, mm. it's, it's, also, it's also the preference of the girl. And especially when you're having sex multiple times that day. Mm. Um, and th- there have been times where I've like, you know, had sex with a, client who's had a bigger dick and it sometimes I've gotten a bit hurt from it or I've started bleeding or whatever. Mm. And then obviously that might ruin other bookings, bookings you, you yeah. have later. So it, it, it does um, make sense if that some girls want to do that, but yeah, look, so yeah, yeah sometimes you've got a big dick. Sometimes you, yeah, you even, with a warning label. Yeah, like, listen, I'm <laughs> sorry. Can girls you, will be can like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe on another uh, podcast, we can talk about uh, ways to alleviate that a little bit. Um, because there's also women Maybe that on both ends. Might, exactly. I was going to say there's women that, uh, might have, let's say smaller, tighter pussies, or they might have like that involuntary contraction of their, their pussy that tightens up and, and it could be painful or difficult. And yeah, you've got guys with big dicks that, uh, find it also difficult on that end. So maybe we can chat about, um, some ways to overcome that. on Before another we close off, do you want to yeah. tell us how long yours is? Uh, is, that, is this common knowledge? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly. <laughs> it's all right. You're going to tell me, you're going to tell everybody. Yeah, that's where we'll cut the podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll cut it right there. I'll, uh, I'll, we'll cut this out, but yep. I'll, I'll show you. It's about there. <laughs> what, like erect or like? Yeah, erect. Oh, yeah. I, don't know. I, thought, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, closing remarks. Uh, yeah, if you haven't yet, check us out on TikTok. It is uh, Cat and Mark Show, I think. <laughs> I'll drop a link in the uh, comments. Um, also, yeah, I've got um, in the the new year, so 2023, January and February. I've uh, I haven't exactly released my exact tour schedule yet, but I know that I will definitely be going to Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth, and Hobart. So if you're interested in seeing me, check out my tour schedule, and uh, yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, book in some time in advance um, in any of those cities. And do you, do you have anything exciting no, coming up? No, that's it. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> well, happy sex, everyone. See ya. All right, cheers. Bye-bye.